Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Right, 706. It was a tough day for the Edmonton Elks yesterday. Today is a difficult day for everyone within the organization. And I want to stress that the outcome of the last several weeks was not taken lightly by anyone. I would like to personally thank Victor for his professionalism throughout the process as the board worked to find an outcome that was in the best interest of all parties. Yes, the Edmonton Elks, um, less than two years after being hired, the Elks uh, let go the president and CEO of the team, Victor Kui, uh, mutually parted ways, effective immediately. Uh, Morley Scott, of course, is uh, your play-by-play announcer, the voice of the Edmonton Elks right here on 630 Check. Joining us from Hamilton this morning, where the uh, Elks set to play tomorrow. Hi, Morley. How are things in uh, Steeltown? Uh, it's Hamilton, so you know it's nice. Actually, I went. Uh, it's it's. Uh, we we stayed at a hotel kind of on the outskirts of town a little bit by some freeways. But if you just duck under a bridge and walk a little bit, you can get right to a, a beautiful park that walks right along Lake Ontario. And went out there this morning and uh, saw the sun come up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good day, uh, despite uh, despite everything that's going on around the football club. Uh, everybody needs that little. I think maybe take the lesson from me and just go to the water, watch the waves. Get <laughs> and some calmness in your life and, and get ready to carry on with some football uh, uh, chill out a little bit right so let's yep. let's talk we we talked a little bit yesterday about uh about the reports it was confirmed the news release came out about 11 the news conference at one o'clock yesterday afternoon uh, the chair mm-hmm. of the board tom richards announcing that uh the team and victor Quee parting ways effective immediately what did you take from that news conference morley uh, I, I I took it was obviously you could tell by the way Tom Richards um, was that it was it was a tough day uh, you know it was a, an event that nobody wanted to see happen but obviously for whatever reasons and and for I'm guessing likely several reasons uh, it was a move that had to be made and they call it a mutual parting of ways but it's pretty obvious I think the club started the conversation <laughs> not Victor uh, and and went from there um, it's 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 so weird to me Jalen because uh, a year ago year and a half ago when Victor Quee came on the board he could do no uh, came on uh-huh. the job he could do no wrong everybody was excited for him he was an Edmonton guy he was an Elks fan uh, you know U of A grad a, a guy who had the energy and the passion and the positivity that everybody was was looking for he made some moves right off the bat that everybody liked from you know I think one of his first moves was to, to put the double E back on the helmet then uh-huh. he set up that that double header uh, with the Golden Bears that we had last year um, and it was just he just did a lot of things that everybody liked and, and he, he engaged with the fan base, and that was a big problem when he came in. The fans had felt that you know they were kind of shut out by the club, and, and there was no communication. And and that's and he, he reopened those doors. He did a lot of good things in a short time, but obviously something has gone wrong. And and again, I, I talked about this last night with Brendan Escott on Inside Sports. Uh, this move that they made yesterday, I don't think it has anything to do with their record on the field. Uh, you know, you see a lot of people saying that oh they fired the wrong guy. Well. Mm-hmm this wasn't because it was 0-9, yeah. uh, because the team is 0-9. This was because of some, obviously, some things going on in the office, uh, some difficulties uh, in the work structure in the office, 
I know there's been some tweets in the last um, uh, in the last several hours from former employees who talked about uh, it was not a very comfortable workplace environment, and that's why they left. So there was obviously some things going on that needed to be sorted out, and the board stepped in and said, "We got to make a change here because we're losing too many good people, and we don't want it to continue." So where does the team go from here? The, the, they haven't announced an interim um, uh, leader at this point. They said they're going to be. It's going to be a couple of weeks, but they have put together, or they're working on putting together a search crew to find a new uh, president and CEO. What do you, What do you think this looks like moving forward? The next yeah. uh, two weeks, month, couple months from here. Well, the, first off, the, the senior management team is in place, and they're gonna they're gonna run things with the guidance of Tom Richards and the board. Uh, these are the same group of people who kind of ran things um, last time around while they were, while they were looking to hire uh, the, uh, the last president in, in Victor. Uh, you know, Alan Watt will be a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, the, all the vice presidents will be a big part of that. Um, and they're going to go out, and I think it's a good move. And, and as Tom said, we need everybody in place to do their jobs, so that's why we're going to go outside the organization to bring someone in. Uh, i got a few ideas who I'd, I'd like to see. One in particular, uh, it would be Rick Lollisher, who uh, certainly uh, has experience, um, and it's a short-term job. Rick keeps trying to retire, I think, but uh, the <laughs> Canadian Football League won't let him. Uh, he retired as the as uh, the president here in Edmonton, yeah. uh, moved out to BC, ended up getting kind of talked into taking on a, a role with the BC Lions for a while, and then, then the next thing you know, he's the team president for a couple of years, uh, has retired from that role and since moved back to Edmonton uh, to be around his kids and his grandkids, and, and uh, he's available. I'm not, I don't know if he wants the job, if he wants to do it, but I mean, he's so well respected by everybody uh he knows the league he knows the organization he knows the people in the organization um i think that he's in a position where he could help for a couple of a couple or three months while they do that search for the next president of the edmonton elks and and they better take the time on this and they better get it right because they haven't gotten it right the last couple of times they hired a president uh circumstances you know uh were bad for chris preston who came in and had, mm-hmm. had the covid situation to deal with and all that but it just didn't work out, and it hasn't worked out now with Victor. So they're, now they've got to move forward and get someone uh, who the fans trust, someone who the organization can rely on. I, I think it's got to be someone who obviously has ties to Edmund, has ties to the football team. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's got to be a former player. I'm not sold on that, but it's got to be someone who definitely knows the city and knows the football club and knows the Canadian Football League. So does that narrow it down quite dramatically? <laughs> uh, yeah, it probably does. It probably does. And I know there's there's a couple of names, you know, the, the name Sean Fleming yep. keeps coming up, you know, and, and he is a former player and, uh, uh, you know, he's been he's been lights out in the business world from everything we hear. So a lot of people joke that he couldn't take the pay cut. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But I'm sure they'll reach out to him. I'm sure they'll reach out to a lot of people. Uh, it sounds like they're going to hire uh, a firm to help them with the search and to find the right person. But uh, you got to think that that person is not that far away. I mean, they they, they went to, to the U.S. to bring in Chris Presson. Uh, they brought um, Victor Kui home uh, as he was, I believe, working in Asia, right, yeah. uh, and everything. So um, the, the person who gets the job is probably in Edmonton. Uh, they just got to find that person and 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 give them the the support and the backing and let them come in and and fix things because there's a lot of things to fix. There's a lot of bridges that need to be repaired uh, around you know with sponsors, with fans, um, everything uh, around the city. It's it's a big job and uh, the Elks know it. Yeah, and one of those ones uh, that I've heard a lot and a lot of talk about is you know fixing 
uh, fixing some of those relationships with the sponsors, those who, uh, you know, have been putting up big bucks over the years to have the advertising done and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So anyway, so I mean, there's there have been some questions about, you know, why, why now? Why not a couple of weeks ago, uh, middle of season, that sort of thing. Your thoughts? Well, it's it's mid-season, and I think uh, they didn't want to lose any more people. They've had some issues, as we talked about, and I think they just said, all right, let's make the move now uh, and and then get get the right guy in place, and then that gives him a full off-season to do the job, or her, uh, the full off-season to do the job. And I think that's the most important thing, is that this person could come in. Maybe, and I remember when, when Len Rhodes came in, they announced him late in the season, mm-hmm. and then he joined the team, I think, like on December 1st, after the yeah. season had ended, and he had the full off-season. Uh, to get his feet on the ground and get ready for you know the new season and, and give him time to implement whoever this person is, give them time to implement the changes they want. If you if you do it at the end of the season and then don't bring in another guy, uh, bring in a new person for two months or three months, then they don't have time maybe to put together the initiatives and make the changes they want to make moving into a new season, and you have to put that off. So I, I think if you're going to make the move, why not just do it? Just you know cut bait and get on with things. Morley, hold the line for just a second will you because i have a question for you when we come back i want to find out uh you know does this will it have any impact on on uh, on preps for tomorrow's game on on what we could possibly see on the field tomorrow uh on coach jones on the players so i want to get to that right after this This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. So Victor Cui let go as uh, Edmonton Elks president and CEO yesterday. We've been talking about this with uh, Morley Scott. Tom Richards, the chair of the uh, the board of directors for the team, making the announcement at a news conference and had this plea to Edmonton Elks fans. I would like to emphasize that our club has faced unparalleled challenges over the last several years, whether it be a lost season in 2020, shortened season in 2021, our on-field difficulties, it's been a challenge. Been a challenging period for everyone who loves the green and gold. As a proud member of a community-owned team, we've always relied on our fans to fuel us. We call on Edmonton to continue their support and join us for one-of-a-kind experiences that are available here at Commonwealth Stadium. We ask that you stick with us as we continue to work towards return to our winning ways. Edmonton's team, this is Edmonton's team, and we are committed to making it it an organization that we can be proud of on and off the field. Making it an organization that we can be proud of on and off the field, uh, restoring some of that glory. Maury Scott joining us uh, this morning from Hamilton as uh, your Elks get set to take on the Ticats tomorrow. Uh, Morley, I mean, you can't get away from people are still saying, you know, still going on about the name change. And it's like, you know, you got to get past the name change, don't we? Like, seriously, get past the name change. I, I, I think so. Uh, it, that has surprised me a, a lot in this whole 
whole thing in the last you know four years, Jalen. How much people are hurt, how much fans uh, are not taking to the new name, or more so missing the old name. That has surprised me. I will say this though: it has nothing to do with an 0 9 record. It has Thank nothing you. to do with a 22 game, uh, 23 game losing streak yeah. on on uh, on home field. It has nothing to do with that. That's just playing football, right? So uh, I understand the hurt feelings. Uh, I'm still surprised by it because it's been, you know, three or four years mm-hmm. now. And um, the fact that, uh, that that just shows you, I guess, what the name meant to people mm-hmm. and what this organization means to people. I think this organization can still mean the same thing, but winning football games would go a long way to, to getting everybody over it. And, and, and I think that's, you know, that's obviously the, the, the thing that can cure so many wrongs right now with this organization is just start to win some football games. Absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that one, Morley. So, um, you know, does this have any impact on, uh, on this team uh, getting ready for this game tomorrow? Is it a, is it a, is it a, uh, a much not needed or, a, you know, another distraction that's not needed at this point? shouldn't be it shouldn't be a distraction to the players and the coaching staff they're all doing their job they don't uh well chris jones does but uh, you know the players they don't they don't communicate with the president on a day-to-day basis i'm sure chris jones did and and chris jones yesterday said that you know he feels bad that it's happened and, and that it's gone this way and he, he said he's become good friends with uh, with victor quee over the last uh, year and a half as he's worked with him but it, it this should not affect the way the team prepares for the game or the way they play in the game tomorrow night i mean it's it's really as far as the football part of it goes uh, from this happening yesterday to a game being played tomorrow it's a non-factor as far as i'm concerned all right so uh, morley will save uh, the pre-game analysis until tomorrow morning thanks for joining us this morning and by the way have you had any good food in hamilton so far uh, <laughs> you know, it was a, a busy day yesterday when we got in and you know I, all i did was walk across the parking lot of our hotel to walmart and pick up a few groceries and i had supper and <laughs> supper in my room last night so uh dave and i'll get out tonight and uh we'll we'll find a restaurant somewhere and have some food because you know it is a big part of my life i know it is a big part of your <laughs> life so i'll find out tomorrow morley we'll talk to you tomorrow morning thanks for this okay Dylan, have a great day yeah take it easy morley scott joining us from the from the hammer uh this morning so saying you know that this should not present any distraction to the team to the players as they get set uh to take on uh the tie cats tomorrow and you know when you take a look at it uh, you know coming off that game last week cody uh and 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 you know of course the tie cats have a better record than the elks everyone has a better record than the elks right now but it is uh, a game that is winnable Absolutely, right? They played him close in week six. Yeah. I still think that the Elks can take signs of encouragement from the loss against Winnipeg. Winnipeg's a dang good team. Yeah. But the Elks and Chris Jones said, I said, we're good at playing two quarters of football. We yeah. got to figure out how to play four. And Bingo. so if they're able to do that, no reason they can't pick up a win. And essentially, if you pick up a win and, you know, obviously, you know, you gain some ground on Hamilton, maybe the Stamps end up, you know, throwing a few we'll away see. here over the next bit, you're in a playoff spot. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine?